Keeping it real. On cliffcentral.com. That life. All about lifestyle, relationships, cause and get. From Cassie to the bird. From Cassie to the bird. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's 2015. Black life is in the house. Well, it's been 2015 for a while. It's been 2015. Yeah, but um, it feels refreshed to be back. Oh, some things don't change. Hello, my darling. Did you miss me? I get you miss. I missed hearing Casper's show, but I caught his podcasts. Oh, did you? Yes, 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 yes. I can't say I have, but um, we are missing a valuable... I don't know about valuable, but we're missing <laughs> a member. <laughs> I'm a member. You know, he's he's valu- members are very he's valuable. both valuable to me. Oh, Shame. Okay. I don't know how he could miss his flight. That's terrible. And he always says, I'm to not on sure. time. So so yes, now we know why. the true colors, right? <laughs> Let's not go there. Yes, yes. So how was your holiday, Vilmarie? Um, it's interesting. Everyone says, oh, you look so refreshed. But I, I didn't rest. What? Because I went doing? to Cape No, I went to Cape Town and everyone went to Cape Town. It's the worst time of the year to go there. It Did you not know that uh, the, the Joburg is rent out Cape Town for well, November I and December? Have, you know what? When I initially <laughs> looked for a hired car, I should have. when they said there's none available, I should have known. But I thought, no, let's go. The beach is big, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Finding Sipo. You've never seen those pictures? <laughs> no. Hey? 43 no. kids lost. Oh, was it 430 kids <laughs> lost in uh, Camps Bay no, there? Oh, my word. Yeah. No. That's no, ridiculous. You queue to eat. You queue to... Loo, to go to the loo, well, women always do. You queue for the beach, it's uh, restaurants, uh, everything. It's it's traffic. You, it takes, you can take up to one to two hours just to get to a beach. Right, right. So that wasn't fun, no. Okay. So okay. I'm going on a holiday soon again. Again. So you're holidaying for a living now. I, I decided now. I'm 35 now, you know. What? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to start popping those babies now. <laughs> so now I've got to start taking it easy. <laughs> yeah. Buddha Macy from Pretoria is back. Everybody, and uh, I see Duncan's also in one piece. He had a good um, December. Yeah, no, he had a amazing December. You know, he the custard tastes good. Did? Okay, all right. Stop all about right. people's weight. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> one day not, when you, Dimitri's one day not here, so I might have lost someone. Come on. One day your belly's gonna just pop out, and <laughs> yeah. then then you're gonna hear it from everyone. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for asking, Vumari. But my December was good. <laughs> you know, uh, raising a baby is never an easy task. Excuse you know, so me, I actually asked you, the you day, yesterday or the day before, how's how's the baby doing? How, Bella, you just how, ignored me. You, you're not talking to me on my on air persona now. So, and everybody else doesn't know. About my December, you know. Okay. So, so how's the baby? Oh, she's amazing. Oh. So did you do anything? Amazing. Or you do you yes. clean nappies? Uh, yes, I clean poo. If that's what you're asking. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. I was just being polite. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. I was that's also good. being polite. Poo. That's what you call it. Winnie the poo. Okay. So yes. how old is she now? She is now 15 weeks. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She grows you every must day. Must send us some pickies. Yes. No, we'll definitely post some pictures up. And uh, Dumisha's stuck in Cape Town. Like we said, he's stuck on his flight. We don't really care how his holiday was. So, which he looks us good when we saw him the other day. So no, I'm he sure doesn't. it all went Still well. looks fat. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll, we'll, we've we'll got some cool guests. Yes, we have some amazing guests today. And uh, first up, Peteni, our regular... Uh, guest Busy Happy 2015 my brother Happy 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 Good to see you man Wilmarie yeah. Compliments Hello. of the new year my Thank dear Thank you Same to you Yeah And uh, how was your holidays? Eh? It was good hey Yeah um, Did you run? I didn't run actually I was saying to Wilmarie I managed to get on the road this morning Did 8Ks after 10 weeks Yeah But it was 10 weeks of injuries One freak accident And well, then Someone stepped on your toe On my toe Big toe Yeah At a wedding Sure. And I kind of took it lightly, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it put me out of running for about six weeks. Right. Now, now I I remember the last time you were on air, uh, we were we had a bet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us uh, what happened? What, what bet? You know that that, that you'd run a you, no no no. He said he'd run a half marathon. Yes. To put his his legs where his money was. Yes. Or his mouth was rather. Whatever. Did, did I, put, do I put my everything in my everything. So refresh my mind. Did you, did you actually get down to, to, to doing that half marathon or not? No, no. because your team lost. 
My team lost. Yes, remember <laughs> what happened? Oh, 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 amnesia, selective memories. R- refresh yeah. my memory. Oh, let yeah, me remind yeah, you. Yeah, Chiefs yeah. whipped Pirates' ass. Lost In them. other words, your butt is saved. My butt <laughs> saved, but now yeah. I've got to obviously tell you what you need to do, you know, because we we, we put in 10,000 rand bets as well. Hey? No, we didn't Big actually. You, you were too well. chicken to actually say, this is the bet. You uh, just were like, he does let, make up things. Uh, he makes up on, things. Hey? I mean, yeah. I remember specifically yeah. saying, let's talk about what the bet will be. And you were like, nah, man, you know, I'm not too sure if my team I will win. We had this on lockdown, P. Nah. We can go back to to the podcast and actually check out. Uh, yeah, that's I, I true. Think it's yes, really very yes, easy. Yes, you know? Let's download the podcast and whoever <laughs> loses that bet again actually does something this time around. Uh, look, we can have another bet. It's the new season. The soccer season started. So uh, he doesn't learn. You you pirates supporters do not learn. <laughs> yeah, but I had a lovely, lovely, lovely December nonetheless. Sure. Um, so what were you up to? Just running. I didn't run. Interesting. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I said to you, I wasn't running for 10 weeks. So what were you doing? Because you don't even look like you put on a single. (laughs) (laughs) I took some time out. I went to Mozambique for about eight days. That was nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, just after Christmas. Okay. um, Came back. You know. With friends, uh, uh, we, we went there with friends. Ah, uh, is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> alrighty then. All but right. it was it was good, eh? Yeah, good, some good rest. Funny, Vomery talks about people saying you look refreshed, but yeah, man, you don't really get some time to rest these days, eh? It's not mm. enough. Eh? Switch yeah. off your phone, then you'll get rest. Yeah, no, you it's not so? that yeah. easy. No, Switch the phone, phone was the least of my problems. It takes you two weeks. You start relaxing, then you got to come back. But you were you tweeting, you were Facebooking. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. Mm-mm. You're thinking of just after my birthday. Ah. I didn't touch it. Ah. So where are you off to in terms of holidays? Which places are you thinking of? I want a, I want a decent ski holiday. Oh, nice. I think that's fireplace, oh, red wine. Oh, I wow. can smell that's the fish here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marie's found a man. You know when you go skiing, it's cuddling, it's <laughs> fireplaces. Found a man. It's spooning. Huh? No. <laughs> now, I wear yeah. this to, to like hold them away, but apparently it's a challenge for some. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Yeah, are you married? So <laughs> I want to have your kids, Vilma. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you're married, then they're more eager. Yeah, no. but um, on a, we're starting the the year on a quite a high today. Yes, uh, we've got a special guest, a crazy guest, I I think, in my in my humble opinion. <laughs> I want to know. I want to see if I can um, pronounce it. Okay. Nklankla. Yeah, it's two syllables. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Yeah, you deserve that holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, Tantla. Welcome Thank to Cliff much. Central. Welcome to Black Life. Thank you. Uh, I hope my kids are listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. So, uh, by the way, we're unrated. Them. We'll rate our show for it's uncensored. <laughs> Cliff Central's uncensored. Okay. So, it's unrated. Uncensored. Oh, so, okay. anything goes. Oh, no, so, no, we no. can... Swearing. How old no, are they? No, and, and your kids <laughs> won't even. 21 and 17. Ah, so. no, they're legal. They're legal. <laughs> see, the rule of thumb on our show is so that if your kids. you going to see true colors now. Uh, no, not a chance. If your kids' legs, when sitting down, can touch the floor, they're legal. They're legal. No. What, what about the one that sleeps on the top side of the bunk bed? Mm-mm, mm-mm. If they can touch the floor, they're legal. Okay. They can date, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till his daughter gets a little yeah. older. Yeah. Yeah. So says the guy with the daughter with 15 yes. weeks old. <laughs> I bought my hand grenades. I bought my bazookas. I'm going to pull an Oscar on those kids. Eh? Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you very welcome, much. welcome. Thank uh, you. I know why we have you here. Okay. You yeah. haven't said my full name, by the way, so yeah. it might Tanta help. CB. Yeah, and Tanta N-C-B. S. It's quite a common name, so uh, the middle initial does help. Yeah. I won't tell you my name, uh, my middle name. It's embarrassing. Oh dear, now you have to tell us everything. I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> <laughs> After the four hour interview. Now, 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 now you, now, you see, now, now you've got our attention. <laughs> so let's get straight into it. Um, <laughs> Samantha. You oh, that's awesome. No, oh. Not Samantha. Samantha, Samantha, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just okay. call you Samantha for the show. Hey, Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you've recently uh, written a book. Yes. A very, very controversial book. Well, we, we don't know that. The, uh, the cover so far is controversial. Um, it's called The Delayed Revolution. Swaziland in the 21st century. Um, 
for those that haven't read it, it's on Amazon.com. It's online right, for the yeah. time being. So you, mm. you've got you've got it online. Yes. Right. And I can uh, recite the ISBN if you allow me at some point. Sure. Mm. Sure. I hope I can. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is someone <laughs> a researcher at heart. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. A professional researcher. Yeah. 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 So, um, what made you write the book first and for, and and what is the book about? Because you yeah. know we don't want to do it injustice. Sure. You know, um Swaziland has always been a very sore topic. Yeah. You know, people don't talk about it. Uh, it's that little, little brother or sister that South mm. Africa is always referring to. Uh, it's, it's, it's saved us a couple of times, yeah. uh, as South Africans. Yeah. It's destructed us a couple of times. Yeah. You know, we've, we've loaned King, the King and uh. his royalty money. Yeah. So why the need for a book about Swaziland? Thank you very much, firstly, for having me. This is my first radio interview. Um, for having written the book and launched it on the 22nd of December last year. Um, if you've ever, the unfortunate thing about Swaziland is that the narrative for the past 25, 6 years that King Musati III has been in power has largely been about, it, about him and his wife. <coughs> his many wives, sorry. He's 14 or 15 now. Uh, the count changes. Um, and unfortunately, it has diluted what is potentially a great nation. I'm born and bred Swazi and I'm very proud of it. I'm a South African by naturalization. In 1990, when uh, Mr. Mandela was released from um, prison, right. in many ways, those of us that were 1920 at the time um, felt liberated enough to leave Swaziland, um, go and ed- educate ourselves all over the world. And I do mean all over the world. I have friends in Kyoto, Japan, right, right, in Hong Kong, as I speak, hope they're listening, in Vancouver, Canada, the U.S., Belgium, everywhere. Right. People that live like me, um, Southland, with the view of someday returning to rebuild the country. And at the time, Swaziland was in an okay place. It was never really um, that economically successful. And I think that largely because it has a small population. But over the years, um, Swaziland has slid gradually into a socio-economic abyss. One third of the country is made up of orphans. Sure. Um, wait, wait, wait. That's true. And what's the population? It's about 1.2 million people. Many of whom, probably about a third or less, are Mozambicans, uh, second generation Mozambicans who stayed in the country after the Mozambican War. Hmm. Um, So they're a a mix of Swazi and uh, Portuguese blood um, and remain behind. Um, So strictly speaking, Swazis are probably give or take 1 million, including all the people that are outside the country. Hmm. Um, probably a little more because they're third and fourth generation Swazis. My kids are South African, but they're Swazi because I'm Swazi. Um, they do say that in Swaziland at least that you're what your dad is, uh, mm. unfortunately, for better or for worse. Right. And, um, so it's a very small country. And the reason I wrote the book was to tell, give a historic narrative and a far broader context about where Swaziland comes from, um, particularly from 1899 when King Sopuza, King Mswati's father, was born and how he ruled Swaziland over 60 years and how King Mswati has run Swaziland for the past 20, 25, 26 years and why Swaziland is in such a poor state. It's, mm-hmm. to all intents and purposes, it's a failed African state. It relies a lot on what's called Saku receipts, right. South African custom unions. So receipts. In the absence of that, we'd probably rely on aid because we have very little going for us economically. It, sugar once before was once the greatest export until the EU decided to cut its demand uh, from Swaziland at, at least because at some point 10 years ago, about rate, um, year 2000, stop right. me if I'm talking too much. Um, well, when, you say, no, no, no. when you say we, um, Swazis. Do, you, do you still stay there? No, I, I you live stay here. here um, but you still talk we? Us. Yeah, I, I'm okay. very much Swazi. First and foremost, okay. um, after being a um, born again Christian, I'm very much Swazi. Um, I'm South African by naturalization. So after 10 years of working here, the government uh, gave me the benefit of the doubt and said, you don't have a criminal career. So we felt sorry for you. So we felt sorry for okay. me. And you stamped my passport for the last time and then gave me an ID. Oh. So, so here I am. Let's change that. Well, talking <laughs> about ID, I just, I just want to quickly interrupt if I can. Sure. You know what I just found out? And it was so traumatizing that they actually spelled my name wrong on my ID. 
Then you are South African. <laughs> I, I, I suppose. <laughs> Wait till you find out you're married Some, to someone in Mali. You're married to then me. You're really yeah. South African. <laughs> We're married of course. You know in community. Yeah, but you know, that's a big thing because someone said my name, Vilmarie. I was like, no, I'm Vilmarie. No, but you got a thingy on your E. No, I don't. And then I went and looked at my ID. It's the it's French. Great. It's the French. It's the French. Oh. Benjamin on the French, yeah? But it's not like that on my birth certificate. So they just went and did their thing. So, so you don't have an apostrophe? That you no, should. I shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. Okay. No, yeah. And they've mm. just added it. But anyway, sorry yeah. for going off the topic. No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically why the book is twelve chapters, um, and it it spans eighteen ninety nine to right up to twenty eleven to the to the year the controversial year yet another when Kingdom Sighted Third secretly borrowed. Um, 2.4 billion rand, not necessarily from the South African government, but from Jacob Zuma as his potential brother-in-law. Oh, no. That's why it was controversial. For those of you who don't understand, or who don't know, um, King, uh, no, King, sorry, President Zuma proposed to a Swazi princess in the year 2000. Yes. And he, he, in the book, I do explain why it, it, they don't, didn't eventually get married, but he paid not the equivalent of Lobola. And this right. is also in the book. He paid um, 10 cows um, to the royal family to express his intention for the princess at the time. Hmm. Um, so he then became a member of the royal family by extension. In 2011, naturally, King Mswati, when the country fell into financial trouble in 2011, right, right. decided to extend... Um, you know, um, started, decided to plead to a member of the family, that being um, President uh, Zuma, right. to borrow secretly 2.4 billion rand for the national fiscus in Swaziland. I know this is rather convoluted, but it is true. At some point, Kosatu or the opposition in Swaziland and Kosatu dis- discovered, you know, this it leaked out and they started making um, noises. And President Zuma may have panicked um, and maybe gave the the signs that perhaps the best thing is to formalize it, get Swaziland, in other words, the central bank or the equivalent, to contact the national treasury here. At that time, it was Praveen Gordon um, or Godan as Minister of Finance and do this more openly because of the controversy that it was drawing. Right. But what happened is that um, King Mswati then decided to announce it formally in Swaziland and it caused all sorts of uh, problems. But we'll get there if you ask me that part of it. So, is so, is, so he's basically gave them our money, is that what you're saying? Well, the question is, question of whether or not the money did eventually end up in Swaziland is still open to to debate or research, which is what I'm going to do um, because the, the Swazi government was reluctant, became reluctant to accept the money because Kosato and the Swazi opposition Placed demands that if South Africa is going to lend or whatever it is that 2.4, it's fine, but they have to be reformed. There has to be a give and take. It can't just be a secret loan. Mm. And the Swazis became reluctant to sign um, on the dotted line um, because it would have meant that it, their hand was, or well, they're being blackmailed in their view, um, into turning Swaziland into a real democracy, which um, of course is something that the rest of the world still waits for. Now, whether or not the money ended up there. Your guess is as good as mine, but we very, it came very close to, to it. Um, and so when I update the book, you'll find out. So you clearly want to expose things. Is that your main reason for, for that, this? No, that's not. Well, that's the one of the main reasons. Um, the Swaziland is controversial by virtue of its existence under King Mswati III. Unfortunately, there's far more to being Swazi than um, this theme that the king and his wives, when the king, what he does, it doesn't do it. Um, and the controversy. Swaziland is a nation of people, just like Israel exists and the Jews are proud of it wherever they may be. It is sacred to a lot of us that are outside the country. And I'm one, I'm, I'm 110% Swazi if I could use that. Secondly, the Swaziland does not belong to any particular group. It belongs to a nation of people that are scattered all over the world. It does not belong to one person, whether it's king or the queen, queen mother or it is a, 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 a sovereign state and it, sh- it should be governed as such. But unfortunately, if you read the book, The Delayed Revolution, you, you come to realize that in many ways, um, Swaziland belongs to the royal family, which is terribly unfortunate. And many of us have, have, le- have left the country 
and sat outside wondering what what's going to happen and who's going to save us whether it's the the coming of Christ and I don't mean that facetiously or someone who's going to solve our problems and the fact is no one is I was born in 1970 and I think there's an obligation for me as an, as a Swazi citizen to to validate my claim to love the country to love the country to actually get off my backside and do something about the country so the first thing I did was to tell the world who and what Swaziland is and how it came about and why it is that we're, we're such a failed state Sure. So, so in in your book, you basically describe uh, the saving grace the of save- Swaziland. The or, 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 or let me put it this way: you expose uh, the monarchy for what it's worth. I expose Swaziland over the past hundred years. Or you t- discuss Swaziland. I discuss Swaziland. It's right. a historical narrative. Okay. And I explain the different milestones. Um, for example, the com- the the murky relationship between the Swazis, the ANC, and <coughs> the the uh, apartheid state. Right, right. Um, and why it is that there is so much to there's still so much to be told in that respect alone. For example, disappearances. Right. That the TRC, this side, for example, never covered because the mandate never st- extended that far. Okay. But believe it or not, the 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 highest number of people, and I stand corrected. The, the one, the highest number of people assassinate outside South Africa happened in Swaziland. Not many people know that. And mm-hmm. in part, uh, Eugene de Kock is responsible for that. He assassinated, for example, in, in November 1983, um, a brother to Spio Nyanda, Nyanda. Right, right. That was, that was after Sulpuza died. And these things, um, have meant that those of us that are a younger generation of Swazis carry that burden because it's a shameful stain on our history. Right. Mm. You, uh, it's. I mean, you're taking on some big things, and mm. you're going to expose and scratch. You know, when we open that wound. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. open. Um, let's go. But I mean, uh, aren't you scared? No, I'm not. Okay. My love for Swaziland is far greater than my um, existence as a human being. This okay. is about me, my generation, my peers. What the obligation to rebuild this country on the on the foundation of truth. Okay. Um, we have to understand that if what you're fixing, you've got to know what's broken. So I, was, I explained Swaziland from 1899 to So for the first 60 years between 1899 to up to about um, independence in 1968, we were governed by the British. So I explained what happened there and how we evolved as a nation. <coughs> okay. Then I, then in, I explained, in a brief summary, yeah. what did happen? <laughs> well, King Sapuza was um, courageous enough to stand his ground, um, and we were never really colonized. We were, an admin- we were administered. Now, there's a big difference. We're administered by the British. Okay. Um, until 1968, and then we, t- we had, we got full independence, um, thanks to the cur- courage of largely one man, but he was, he had many shortcomings, as we find out and find out in the book, as a, as a king and as a man. Right. Yeah. So is it safe <coughs> to say that you feel that this is your purpose? Or one of them? Because well, you have kids. <laughs> I do have kids. Well, uh, to answer your, go back to your question, the second is that I have, we owe it the, we owe it to our kids, the next generation. Uh, my kids, as I said, are almost adults now. To explain to them why it is that Swaziland is such a failed state. So whether you like it or not, Swaziland but, but is poor. But w- what are you basing failure of Swaziland on? The socioeconomic state that it, it's in. Most Swazis, the majority of Swazis have for a long time survived on one, less than one dollar a day. Now, if you drive into Mbabane or Manzini, you wouldn't see that. People aren't falling all over the street and crawling. Um, and begging not, for a meal. Not like we're doing it in South Africa. <laughs> but why don't the Swazi oh people um, stand up? You know, why don't they stand together? And well, that's a very good question. And it comes up uh, time and again. You see, although King Mswati has a firm grip on power um, on the constitution in Swaziland, he's not as brutal um, a head of state or monarch as, or a head, um, leader as, for example, the North Koreans are under Kim um, Jong. Soon, the, the son uh, or father and son, but so that's the one reason. So, what you find is because of that, there is no immediate threat on people's lives. People aren't running for the hills. Um, whether or not it'll happen is is, is uh, um, open to d- debate. And even though they are hungry, they are not starving in the sense that Ethiopians did in the middle in the middle of the eighties. But that too may may come, but that's not enough for us not to do or say anything. The other thing is that our psyche as Swazis, believe it or not, is such that because we've been ruled by the royal family for the past four hundred years, we don't know any better. 
the third, the, that's the third, third answer. The fourth thing is, there is something in us that believes that we have to be ruled by someone. Right. And I'm talking about the royal family. And you, if you read the book, I, it's too long to explain mm-hmm. here. The, the celestial rank in Swaziland is, is such. There's God, there's the king, there's the constitution, and then there are commoners. Now, if you don't get that, you won't understand why it is the Swazis aren't about to revolt. They believe they have to be, firstly, the, the royal family believes it will govern over others because they have a God-given right to. Now, right. So that's not written anywhere except in my book. It's implied. You have to live in Swaziland and you have to listen carefully and, and to understand that that's how we think as well. It's ingrained in us. And that's wrong. Because I'll tell you why. Tomorrow, if King Swati III works up tomorrow in a bad mood, and I'm not being facetious, in a bad mood, he can suspend the constitution and there's absolutely nothing anyone can do. Nothing. Right. But is that, is that not a monarchy? Is that how? It's uh, an absolute monarchy. It's a wrong. It's an absolute mean. It means he governs above the constitution. Right. The, Elsewhere, he's his own god. Well, he, precisely, else in South Africa, no matter whoever is in power, they are subordinate to the constitution. So they can't just do things willy nilly. Even if they do, they won't get away with it. The line is drawn at the constitutional court, right? Where the court says you shall do this, you shall reverse this law because it is unjust. In Swaziland, the king can give you the middle finger. He can wake up tomorrow and, without explaining to anyone, and rule by decree. Now that that's kind of scary. Thought. It's and, real. And, and le- now let's take it to a monocal society. I mean, let's take it to the UK, for example. Mm. Does that not apply there? No, it doesn't. The queen, the queen in in um in Queen Elizabeth II, yeah. does um. She doesn't have that kind of power. She the the Parliament does present to her bills um that are promulgated right. for her validation, but she doesn't have the final word. So who does? It's the, a board. The parliament. Yes. Parliament. That does. That's why you need the separation of powers. The executive, yeah. the, which is the presidency, the equivalent of the presidency or whoever rules. Okay. The legislature, the people in parliament, and the judiciary are three separate institutions that must exist separately. They may cooperate as they should, right. but they exist separately. In Swaziland, the king sits above them. In other words, there is nothing Collectively or individually, these three institutions can do if Kingdom Swati decides to hell with the constitution this afternoon. And I, that is true. It, it may happen. It hasn't happened yet, but mark my words. So basically, mm. if he's hormonal, there's going to be a problem <laughs> <laughs> for everyone. So I think we should just go to a music break quickly and then come back because I want to hear more about that later. But we also have a guest justice here now. Um, to Justice tell us a little is on bit more. African time. Welcome, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. Grandma's hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hands played a tambourine so well. Grandma's hands used to issue out a warning. She'd say, Billy, don't you run so fast. Might fall on a piece of glass Might be snakes there in that grass Grandma's hand Grandma's hand Soothe the local unwed mother Grandma's hand Used to hand me piece of candy Grandma's hand Pick me up each time I fell came in a handy she'd say Matty don't you whip that boy what you wanna spank him for he didn't drop no apple core but I don't have grandma anymore if I get to heaven I'll look for grandma's hand yes we're back oh I'm loving the first show in 2015 <laughs> Good Done. to be back. And you got a chocolate. I did. Uh, okay. oh. now, I'm curious because I heard some thunder and lightning. Is it justice or justice? Whichever you prefer. Okay, we'll go with justice today because we're cool. talking about those kind of things. Um, <laughs> but when you came in on African time. Yes, let's <laughs> mention that a white Afrikaans 
Purasian is on black man's my, time. My car, my car fell into a pothole. Uh, <laughs> fell. It's I very like possible. Yeah, yeah, like it, it slid off the, the rain, made it slide off the road. <laughs> okay. And it fell into a pothole. And he's a motoring journalist, right? <laughs> yes. Whose cars do you taste? Justice. Uh, they, they little home built pro- home built projects. So I take two uh, lawn mowers. <laughs> And, uh, an old and he's funny clip. too. <laughs> funny journalist no, in the, the house. It's a Volvo V40 oh, CC. Oh, oh, oh dear! Did you yeah. damage their car? No, not at all. Oh. No, no. They, they Volvos are made of of high grade steel. <laughs> so they, no, they're actually famous for their steel. Their, their symbol is actually it looks like like the male symbol, but it's actually um, it's actually the symbol for iron. You can't talk to me. Yeah. You look at me while you talk to me. Yeah. Sending a big shout out to, to if Michelle. If I look at you, I get yeah. nervous. So I'd oh, rather just <laughs> look away and yes. just look into at the D. mic. <laughs> Are you married, Justin? No. Is that an offer? Stop <laughs> it. Are you single? BC, stop it. Are you single? At the moment, yes. Okay. And how old are you? Uh, 43. He's going to try something. Just the perfect age. Okay. Well, <laughs> For what? Well, you know, the person who's Do thinking we that we're going to try something, you know, is, is available as well. You know, there's <laughs> a ring there, but there's, you know, trust me, you know. I know that the rings are often there to keep the flies away. You see? Yes. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So you know that there's no flies. I know that story. Right, right, you right. See. So, um, I'm curious about, I think you also wrote a book and you've done some serious, I mean, from uh, also presenting to newspapers, to websites. Please tell us a little bit about your your background. I, um, when I was at Varsity, I discovered that um, publishing, well, back then, is the, is the funnest thing you can do with your clothes on. <laughs> and... Um, then, uh, yeah, I became a journalist and I started off doing the, the normal journalist things like um, court reporting and um, crime. But there was so much crime, it, it actually made me very nervous. So, um, yeah. So, you know, you're sitting in, in, in the studio over a weekend and there are the, the police reports, uh, the police spokes, spokesperson sends in. A report on 20 rape cases Then you think Okay now which am I going to Which is the most sensational Which am I going to That's um, terrible yeah. But but I think crime levels have uh, I'm, I'm optimistic I think crime levels Levels have decreased From sort of 1995 96 uh, 97 When I When I did that job But then um, um, a, a long time later I um, Started a, a Short lived magazine in, in In the free state and because I've always loved cars, it featured a motoring section. And, and then I just, cars or writing about cars and motorcycles just became, um, a bigger and bigger part of, of what I did. So I became, I became a, a motoring hack as we are sometimes referred to. Aren't you also part? I remember you getting an award at the guild. When, what was that for? The motoring guild that evening? That was, that was a, s- a sneaky little entry. There was a category called, um, environmental feature of the year and I wrote uh, quite a long story for Rapport where I um, it was just after the Nissan Leaf was launched the first South Africa's first electric car well not South Africa's but the first one to be sold here and um, so I wrote an article saying what does it mean um, the, com- the, the coming of the of the electric car after all these years because um, a fact that few people know is that London had a fleet of Electric taxis in the 1890s Called the hummingbirds But um, that's a different story They don't still have them? No, they okay. don't So you did a whole So you actually got an award On this on this write-up that you did Yeah, with, yeah okay. it, it was just a, a, the award The, the um, Guild of South African Guild of, of Motoring Journalists Have a, a little award ceremony um, uh, that's sort of, I think, sponsored by Toyota, and then they um, they award um, prizes for for yeah, they reward excellence in writing to to the motoring fraternity. But they also you have know, others like motoring yeah. sportsman of the year is yes. coming up. We were, I was there as well. We actually had remember we spoke about this um, BC when yes. I came back, and I said to them one of the things for me that was that 
to see was that there wasn't enough young people there. No, there's um, no black people there. I, I wasn't saying black. I said young. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I, I lost. There was one black person. I, I'm mentoring someone at the moment, so his name is Muntu. So I have high hopes for him. Really? But yeah, it's going to take Samantha. two or three. <laughs> no, not Samuntu or Samantha. But <laughs> It's a joke before you got here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but yeah, we need more. Well, younger, because there was but, one young guy. But Sean nursed it really well. Yes, yeah, he, did he writes very for well. Auto Dealer. But it was just the one guy. Yeah. The rest was, I'm sorry, but older people. Also, I thought that radio was a bit under, underrepresented. Radio wasn't, mm. wasn't mm. even. Well, not underrepresented, but maybe underawarded. Yes, because I know ta- Radio Teichabach didn't get anything. And that show all. is beautiful. Yes, Villa Villa and all kinds of other things. So, but I'm curious, just on a different note, because I'm sure you would, you would know the inside on this. Newspapers, look, I don't read it, but in general, <laughs> people are not reading it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's hard to make a business case for, for newspapers because, um, you have to deliver all of those bloody things um, mm. all over the country. All that diesel, um, you know, you know, the logistical cost is very high. And then the yeah, print, <laughs> printing, <laughs> printing is expensive. Paper, but also the time frame. Now with social media, it seems to be instant. Yeah, and then it takes time to print, and then you see the news. Look, I, I won't write off um, newspapers just yet because they they do offer. Um, if you look at Sunday newspapers, for example, um, it's a ritual for, for many people. Yeah. I don't think it's a, a ritual that's necessarily passed on from the current generation or the older generations to the next. Definitely not. But I, I think for, for daily news, people are um, relying on, on Twitter and news websites, News24 or the Afrikaans Network 24. Um, or like Cliff Central now. Yeah, mm. or like Cliff Central. Mm. Which, I mean, it's online. It's yeah. You can listen on your phone. So Yes. And, yeah, and you can listen to podcasts whenever you want to. If, yeah. you, if you miss something, if it's raining like today and um, the bottles are and 10 meters by 10 meters by 10 meters, then <laughs> then you don't even have <laughs> to go out to and buy. Just enough to fit your car in. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to go and buy a newspaper. You can get it online. But but um, newspapers still carry um, authority and and weight and I, and I think um, I mean I think a few newspapers will survive and it's I think it's becoming going to become like a status symbol for for a big manufacturer to to advertise in, in print yeah. or in a glossy magazine to say um, this publication costs fifty rands or whatever. And my ad in there costs four hundred thousand rand, but but I'm Audi and I have the clout and the money to do that. I mean, Audi just um, I read something about a few new models they investing that they researching or investing in twenty two billion euros um, for the I think one of two of them will be the Audi Q4 and the Audi Q2. Yeah, yeah. And they have to wrestle the names away from Fiat first because they own the names. But yeah. but yeah, it just they the, the the big motoring companies have mega bucks. How would Fiat own that? Um, it was on the, for example, on the um, the Alfa Romeo Spider Q4 is the is the um, so the, the four wheel drive. That's the problem. Yeah, that bit. they want they already wants those names to complete their Q range. How, but how can you actually own that? Because that's you know now that we, now when we try and register a company, you can't own something like that because it's Alchemian. I don't know how it works. It's yeah. it must be trademarked or something. Yeah. Okay. So from that point, it is. That makes sense. Just a quick one, though. I mean, you made an interesting point. Going back to you saying you don't think it's been passed on from generation twenty, thirty, forty years down the line. Who do you think will be reading those newspapers? I think it is it is dying out, don't you think? I know, maybe hipsters. (laughs) 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 It it just doesn't seem to. I mean, even the magazines. I mean, BC, you would know. It's, it's, It's a challenge at the moment because. You can now, people want it online rather than getting the print. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Would you agree? So, yeah, these, those it, challenges. It's, it's, it's a mixed bag. I mean, you know, printing these days is, 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 well, not these days, but printing is a major expense to begin with. Mm. Mm. So if you're writing a book or you, you, you've got a magazine or you've got a newspaper, you got to know your story and there's got to be, for me, there's got to be a demand before you even print. Yeah. So you can't afford to just try something and hope that advertisers will will also give you money. You know, uh, it, it's got to be a calculated thing. You know, yeah. and and you've got to have a big brother 
of some sort that can like fund it. Yeah, like a course. <laughs> course. I mean, course. Of course, his kids are listening. Um, but you know what? There, there is a, it's like a chicken and egg scenario with this because you want people to advertise, but they can't advertise. They don't want to till they see the product. Right. So now you got to give a product, but you can't get an ad because if you know, and so you got to give the first one or two away for free, basically. But he, and then you got to have distribution, yeah. and then only do you get those guys. Hopefully, if you have a good pro- uh, product on yeah, board. They, they usually I mean, yeah, because you did a magazine, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, we were under-resourced. That's one of the reasons, I think, lack of experience and lack of funds. Um, that's why my magazine project didn't work. Um, it's you, you need to drop a, a few bar yeah. to get something like that going. Yeah. Like a marketing yeah, I mean, we, we sold, I, I had to sell my house to start black. Oh dear. That's why you're here with us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's why, uh, you know. Where's I your house? That's your bed there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, luckily, Cliff Central, there's lots of beds here, you know. <laughs> it's comfy couches. But, but you know, it's good for our listeners to also hear the negative side of it. Because everyone thinks starting a business, let me do this, you know, I can get it going. Even a website. I say to people, start a Facebook page. Uh, hold on with the website, create a community, and then when you have a popular community, you know, um, trans, tr- try to, to, to get, to send them to the website. Or right. Or even, you can even sell things on Facebook. Right, right. The right. challenge though with that is that you don't actually own the asset. You know, that something is true. like yeah. a website, something like a magazine or a newspaper, you can actually call an asset. You can value it. Mm. Facebook can pull down anything anytime. They can pull the plug on you. So you can imagine sure. working for years to create something yeah. and you transgress but one why of their rules. Look, I mean, you can transgress any rule. They can do it for whatever reason. Mm. Um, but if they're making money out of you, it's probably unlikely. Mm. You have to Which do something are. completely unethical. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark yeah, is making made money a lot out of money. Me. They've even phoned me. This, this um, lady phoned me from the States. And, no way. And, and she had a Spanish accent and she said, um, we, we want to help you to make a success of your page because at that stage I've, I haven't spent a lot. I've probably spent about a thousand on, on rands only on on, on advertising. Yeah, Facebook me. advertising. Well, oh, that's brilliant. Let's though. Phone this boyki and maybe we can make more money out of it. Yes. Yeah, he's willing to. And now tell a us a bit more about your page. I mean, what does your page entail? Oh, oh, Who are you mentoring? It's it's, it's called. Um, th- there's a website which is like a car portal okay. where you look for if you want to buy a used car or a new car. It's called Motor Talk. Okay. And um, then the Facebook page, it's it's quite new, but we've, <coughs> we've broke f- um, 10,000 likes the other day, and we don't buy likes. Nice. And, and you don't buy um, them, we have ten. No. We have 10,000 users as well. And um, our video, a video that we made, we did a shootout or a drag race between a, a Ford uh, Ranger, Bucky 3.2, and a VW Amarok. Right. And that's almost, almost has th- 30,000 views okay. on YouTube. So, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not millions, but, uh, but, um, yeah, we're going to make it in, into a series called Bucky Wars because the, the guys are this like. This is a Buddha show, eh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is, eh? That, that no, is a Buddha show, but it we're is. also I going to do. You also drive uh, like that. <laughs> not like I've a Boor. No, There's going like to be <laughs> another series that we're going to do and, and, and that's going to feature Vilmarie. She just doesn't know it yet. Oh, okay. ah. Ah. Is that why you're here, Justice? Ah. Motorcycles and cars. Right, right, right. Oh, cool. Right. I've gone wait. Yeah. I'm curious, what is up and coming? I saw something at, um, International Motor Show about the new Ford GT that looks oh, amazing. Yes, it does. For the Lamar, am I right? I'm yeah, it, it celebrates the, their win in 1966. They, they. After 50 years or something. Yeah, it's to, so the new, it's like a sort of a little birthday present to themselves or a little, they, they commemorating, is that the word? It's something yeah. like, yes, um, the, yes. the, that win, the Lamar win 1966 where, um, where Ford decided they want to kick Ferrari's butt. Right. Was Ferrari, um, there was, uh, I think, I think the, the, I think one of the Ford, maybe the, maybe, you know, it couldn't have been Henry, but one of the Fords wanted to buy a Ferrari to go racing, I think. And then, um, and then there was a spat and then they said, well, we'll, we'll build our own Ferrari beating Le Mans car. Right. Which they did. And they became the year, in 1966, they became first, they came first, second, and third. Hmm. That's phenomenal. Speaking of which, I, I saw Ford, a new car yesterday in Melrose Arch, uh, the Adam Opel. Yes. What's your take on that? I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's a lucky drive. It's got a, um, there are two <coughs> models and one has a, the, the top pick has a 1.2, 
is it a one liter? I think it's a one liter, yeah, one liter turbocharged engine. Right. And it's very lively. You know, these engines are becoming smaller and smaller, but they, they give them turbochargers and then they perform really well, especially at low revs. Okay. So you don't have to wait for the engine to wake, wake up the, the power is there from, from low down. Yes. But it's an entry level range. car, is that right? No, it's more of a boutique hatch. They call so they're going after the Fiat range, yeah? Fiat 500 Mini, uh, although Mini oh. has sort of gone beyond now. Yeah. And, um, In Citroen every way, DS3, range. yeah. So the, the, the Adam is cheaper. I think it's for maybe for people who wanted to buy a Mini. Right. They want something funky they can customize. You know, you can go on the website and pick all sorts of colors and wheels and little design touches. So, um, so, and apparently that is what, what young people want. I'm not young anymore, so I don't know. Right, but, right, um, right. But yeah, you, you, want, you're young enough to capture the heart of somebody in, in the room, you know? How are you, Brukan? It's on. So, um, we're discussing Swaziland. Do you know anything about Swaziland? I've ridden through Swaziland on a motorcycle on the way to Mozambique. Okay. But that's about... I know very little. I, I sort of know what the common man knows about Swaziland, but I do get I do get angry when when the king takes another wife. Oh, <laughs> oh that's I, I knew. Maybe it's because oh. it's the feeling it's left too out. close to home. You know, <laughs> so you wouldn't have a maybe another wife. Would know. you? Would you take another wife? <laughs> Obviously, if, if we I had to have, give you one, if I could afford it, probably. Okay, so if Cliff Centre <laughs> wanted to give you a wife from uh, from the Black Life show, you know, yeah. would would you humbly accept? Because yes. you can't turn listen, down a gift. Listen, you black yeah. people just give wives away, <laughs> women away. Ah, us, us white people me. don't work like that. But you want to run away from her. What is the fine print? Say how many how many heads of cattle? Uh, well, it depends on how many you want to pay us. But we minimum we minimum you know uh, what is Zuma own guns like two hundred and twenty million? Uh. I think you know over time you know you'd have to pay us that okay. obviously you know. Okay, as long as the interest rate isn't too high. Right, right, right. No, 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 never, never, never. We we like giving away um, and things. So. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so now that we've identified that justice and and all of us don't know enough about Swaziland. Yeah. Is there an awareness drive or do you think right now um, it would be time for Swaziland to get a president? Well, the system first has to change. Um, you can always plug – under the current regime, you can have anything. The king is powerful enough to nominate just about anyone that he pleases for a presidency. Right. The system itself, the regime has to change. Swaziland deserves democracy just like um, every other country in the world. Um, and under the current regime where the king is above constitution and there are no separation of powers and the king appoints as he pleases and he fires as he pleases. For example, the chief justice is, uh, in Swaziland is, um, a Musutu man by the name of, um, Mr. Judge Ram or Tibedi from Lesotho. Now there's nothing wrong with the fact that he is, um, from Lesotho. The fact is he is there at the king's behest. Um, not th- through any formalized system. He has a contract. Or, so he still what, has to do what the king says at precisely. the end of the day. Yeah, and so precisely. Kind and of we've seen the, the, uh, the downside to that. Uh, people being jailed for writing an article that criti- is, criti- criti- is critical of the chief justice, let alone the system. Um, two people happen to be in jail right now. Um, Begi Makubu and, um, Rudolf Masego, who's a human rights lawyer. Right. Um, the one big owns a magazine, an independent magazine called The Nation, and the other one in Swaziland. In Swaziland, right. and human, the other one human rights, and he's locked up. Yeah, he wrote an article, and he um, Beggy published it, and they were accused or charged um, with um, contempt, a, a broad definition of contempt, um, and it's, it was very critical of the um, the Chief Justice, but by implication, it was. A, Critical of the king, right? So they ended up um, being charged and sentenced to, I think, seven years in prison. And as we speak, they're in prison right now. Now that's the kind of thing that um, is just abnormal. This is the 21st century, and and this is all in your book. No, that's coming because that's a recent um, occurrence, right? Yeah, they they were sentenced and sent to jail about 12 months ago. Uh, I'm curious who who is your reader? Who who did you write this for? Yeah. It isn't one, um, really. There's two, there's two parts of it. There's a two, I'd, I'd say Swazis, for certainly, um, um, but as much the international community. Swazin relies on other countries to survive, um, and in the main, South Africa. Um, and thirdly, or s- secondly, 
the academia. It is a historical narrative, so it does need to go into the classroom for generations um, after us to know where Swaziland um, came from, whether it improved. So or it's implodes. for historians. So it's basically no, 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 no. For it, you, you, no. You, you can't narrow it down. That everyone is a historian because everyone has an History. interest in, right. in, in some in some topic. If you want to know. W- a found, lay a foundation, the understanding of where what Swaziland is as a nation and how right. it came about and why it is on the brink of implosion. You have to read that book, whether you're teaching someone in a classroom or whether you're walking outside or just simply just riding across Swaziland. Okay. Um, you know, uh, it's an unfiction um, account of Swaziland. Right. Now, yeah. But now that we know um, a, a little bit about what it's about, mm. we would, I mean, and we also know costing of magazines. We were talking about yes. that just now. But surely a book, I mean, that would be quite a price. I exercise. think so too. Did yeah. you get assistance with this or? Did you fund this yourself? <laughs> I funded it myself. Um, enough to get me get it online. R- right now, I'm speaking to a publisher um, to get the hard copies going. Because yeah, it's I, not us. It's not us because <laughs> he'd be rich by now if he was us. So, so okay, so, so it's only it online. For no, now. Yes, for now. For it's now. just a matter of weeks or months before the hard, hard copy. copy. Yeah, okay. because so that is there's a huge demand it. for for hard copy. And I miscalculated, believing that since everyone is on the iPad or some um, tablet, that there would be a... a you know, a migration, mm-hmm. uh, even for the international audience, with people that I went to school with and pe- school, people that taught me and people that I know who are all over the world, for sentimental reasons and for whatever, for, for for the love of convention, still would l- rather have the hard copy for posterity, I guess. Okay. So just on closing now, mm. the show, could you just tell our um, listeners where they can, where exactly they can find it, what it's called? Yeah. The title is uh, well. Firstly, the uh, the the author is in Tanta SMCB. The title is um, the Delayed Revolution: Swaziland in the 21st Century. It is available on Amazon.com, and if I my memory doesn't fail me, the ISBN is nine seven eight zero six two zero six three double five eight two. Okay, great. Thank I've had to write it time and again on Facebook. But you, you actually memorized it now. That's fantastic. <laughs> Justice, just tell us quickly your website again, please. It's um, Motor Talk, um, T-A-L-K dot C-O-Z-A. So it's not talk as in uh, like the power, power. That the engines okay, engine so makes. It's, it's Motor Talk dot C-O-Z-A. And then the motorcycle website is bike routes dot C-O-Z-A. So how do you spell awesome. that? Motor Talk? M-O-T-O-R. Yeah. T-A-L-K dot C-O dot Z-A. Okay, right, right. And motorcycle routes. Bike routes. Bike routes, sorry. Yeah. Bike routes. Yeah. Well, I think from us, thank you. Quickly, Patani, oh. exercises for 2015. <laughs> we don't have time. We owe We do, we do. O'Neill owes us time from last year, by the way. O'Neezy, <laughs> you owe us. We, you know what? Next, let's go. Next let's Friday, go. we have some health things going. So, let's go. Quickly. Just what? for one minute, 10 things that you need to know when buying running shoes. Right. One minute, literally. Um, the first thing is you buy, ch- don't buy cheap shoes. A lot of people want to budget on shoes. Just go for good quality shoes or else you'll get injured and you'll really regret it. Number two, um, be, do a little bit of running style research before you go buy shoes. Okay? Understand what Adidas. type of... So get some Adidas shoes. That's what you're saying. No, no, no. Understand the type of foot that you are, whether you cool. pronate or supinate. Number three, looks and style are not a priority. Let's stop going for looks. Go for functionality. Okay? Number four, buy shoes... In the afternoon It's quite a weird one But don't do it in the morning Because your foot swells up During the day Do it in the evening When it's biggest Okay Number five Buy at a running store Don't just walk into An ordinary store Go to a speciality store If you want to get Good running shoes Okay Number six uh, Dress appropriately <laughs> To go buy shoes Number seven Yeah Don't okay. go buy okay. shoes When yeah. you're dressed In your okay. suit On a lunch break Okay Number seven Buy slightly bigger shoes you need it for your room space. Otherwise, you're going to get black toes or you're going to get blisters. Okay, number eight. Try out a few options before you go for your last shoes. So, I mean, if you've got six pairs, try them all out. Don't try the first and decide on that first one. Okay, number nine. Bring your old running shoes if you've ever bought them. It gives the guy who's helping you a good indication of what type of running shoes you might need. And then, last but not least, test run your preferences. Like you would with any car, if you are going to buy a car, you test drive, test run your shoes before you 
decide on buying those shoes. We love you. It's Black <laughs> Lifestyle Justice. Will you come back and, uh, and do some motoring stuff with us, Matanta? We'll Listen. call you. We like definitely you. have to have you on the show. I think social media is buzzing. Goodbye, Goodbye, we love you. Do me show in the air. Black Life.